All right. Hi. It's Joe. And yes, indeed, there is a lot of outdoor sounds because I am currently outside. Uh, I hope that's okay. I hope it's like soothing. Ooh, there's wind in the trees and it's nice and not super annoying uh, background noise. I'll listen back to it and re-record this if it's, if it's garbage, but we'll see. I hope it's good. Hey, Larm. It's Joe. Uh, I wanted to record a little personal episode. Everyone else is getting personal episodes. Got Adrian and Ray and now Lucas. I gotta have one of these things. I'm, I'm not about to be left out of this personal alarm message. Also, I haven't gotten on uh, enough of the alarm messages, I feel like. I, uh, I, I want to get more messages out to you because I miss you and I want to get more more thoughts out there in the alarm space you know you gotta know what joe's up to obviously it's very important i guess uh (laughs) but uh let's see i want to keep this relatively short because there's going to be a section of it that is filled up with something that i wish i had done more of when you were around and that is a uh that's story time with joe i'm gonna read a bit read a nice little short story because uh, I, I don't know you give me the audio format I, I gotta do something with it so I'm gonna do that at the end here but for the first couple minutes I just want to do a little alarm message hey how's the boat seems beautiful all the pictures you send are so cool it literally looks like out of a book or or like out of a movie it's gorgeous the water and the mountains and the glaciers it's like amazing so glad that you're out there like you were talking about the whole alaska thing for a while and talking about oh this is a thing i'm doing getting ready to do this job and i was like that's cool that's cool i was like that's interesting but i don't think i really realized how fucking rad it is until you're actually up there and and you're you're, you're showing us what it's like that's so cool i'm so glad that you got that opportunity that's like a once in a lifetime opportunity or maybe not once in a lifetime. Maybe you'll take more opportunities like that. That'd be sick. But either way, it's pretty great. I'm really, really glad that you're up there living life, having a good time. It's fucking sick. It makes me really happy to hear. Um, let's see. What have I been up to? Today, I ate breakfast with my parents at a cafe. It was nice. I haven't spent a ton of time with them one-on-one recently just because I've been kind of busy uh, doing new job stuff. So it was nice to have a bit of time just to vibe with them and and talk and talk about 70s music, which we often do because they were children of the 70s. They like to talk about the music and just have little conversations. It's nice. Uh, Working my new job, working at Bushfire Kitchen in Temecula. That's pretty good so far. Uh, It's... It's a restaurant job, but it actually kind of avoids a lot of the bad things about restaurant work. It's a tiny space. I'm not a waiter. I'm just kind of a person who brings food around and then a cashier sometimes, which are both things that I'm fairly familiar with. All the people there are really nice. Like, I'm I'm still taking a little bit of time to warm up to everybody, but I'm starting to get to know people. That's pretty cool. The The vibes are good. I get respected as like an adult who can do my job, which is nice. I haven't gotten that at like a Chick-fil-A or a Target or places that I've worked before. 
Um, so it's, it's nice to just be treated as an adult who can do things competently. So I like that. I like that a lot. Um, let's see. I've been doing pretty well in general. Like, not amazing. I'm kind of bummed that I can't see the rest of the group on a regular basis just because everyone is a ways away and I'm a little bit more busy now because I have job to do and stuff like that and I don't know that's just kind of a bummer because I know that we're all going to be going away in the fall and it's going to be harder to see people and miss people miss you obviously but Weirdly enough, just because, you know, I, I don't get to see people on such a regular occasion, uh, having you in Alaska isn't, isn't that too big of a trip. It's a trip because you're not on the Discord, and that sucks because, fuck, you're, you're good. Like you, Alarm. I don't know if I've let that on. <laughs> but you, you, add, you, add, you add a special something for sure. I really like just vibing with you in the voice call every once in a while or playing games. It's always good. So that's that's definitely being missed right now. But, yeah, I kind of wish I could see these people on their little little gallivants that they've had the past couple weeks, going getting dinner and hanging out and all that. That's the tragedy of being a myriad of boy. You're stuck up here. Cannot indulge in all the fun San Marcos San Diego County things. But it's okay. There's a party tomorrow. Uh, which, actually, I don't know when this is going to get added, this this bit that I'm doing, because uh, I believe the group is going to do a group alarm message while Ray is still MIA. Uh, Lucas is organizing that tonight, so I'm going to be on that. So obviously this is not going to be involved in that because we're going to have our own message. So maybe this will get added to the uh, the episode on Saturday or Sunday, I guess, or whatever. I don't know. Because uh, there is a party tomorrow at Lucas's. Another pool thing and then hanging out at night. And I'm excited for that because I like to see people and hang out with people. And I missed not seeing anybody from the group this week so i'm excited but yeah i'm excited for that really you know i think you're gonna hear a lot of things by the way i hope that's okay i hope you feel like you're right in the backyard of my house because that is where you are well that's where i am you're physically not here you hear that dog sure wish you weren't barking but he is (laughs) Uh, it's, it's starting to hit me recently that people are going to be going their own directions right now, like, or soon. Because, like, we're going to still talk and hang out and everything, but the fact that we had COVID to kind of, like, bind us to our home, I really fucking hate that dog. I wish you would shut the fuck up. I'm really, I'm having, I'm trying to have a moment here. It's a plane too, god damn it. Why did I think recording this outside was a good idea? Is a nightmare. <laughs> Listen, it's the charm. It's the charm of the Joe episode. I don't want to hear anything about it. I don't want to hear any flack. Okay. I'm just thinking about how... I really like this group. Like, a lot. 
I love pretty much everybody here. I, I couldn't say that I don't for anybody. I, I, I value everybody's time that I've been privileged to be a part of and get to know you guys. And like, it's been so unexpected and, and amazing just because you're all so wonderful in your own, your own little ways. And I love it. And I don't know. There's that, that little guy in the back of my head that's like, man, this is so good, but it's not going to be forever. You know, like we're all young adults moving into being less young adults. And uh, a time, it's a time in our lives when we're going to be going different places and doing different things pretty soon here. Senior year for a lot of us. And uh, it's kind of scary. Change is weird, um, and I don't, I don't know. I guess, I don't know. It's inevitable, right? Things change, friend groups change, but I really love you guys. I love you, Alarm. You're fantastic. I can't wait till you come back in August. It'll be amazing. I'm so excited for it. And I'm also excited, again, like I said, for what you're doing right now. It's fucking cool. Uh, I just... It's inevitable that things will change. I just really want to cherish what we got while we have it and and not take it for granted, which is a little bit hard sometimes just because, you know, you're living in the present moment and you don't always have that foresight to realize that, hey, shit's good, but shit's not always going to be like this forever. It might be good in different ways later on, but it's not going to be like this. So I'm going to try to be a little bit more mindful about that and very grateful for everything that, that the whole group is that you are and all that so I don't know those are some of my thoughts right now I'm doing pretty good by the way uh, I had some pretty sad days uh, like after Borrego and then the following week I don't really know what triggered them but I'm doing a lot better we talked about it a little bit I really appreciated you reaching out that was very very really cool of you um, and we should talk we should talk about our religion stuff I think we have very different experiences, but I'd still like to talk about it, have a conversation, be good. But yeah, no, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. I think having a job and all that has been beneficial. But yeah, that's just some of my rambling for 10 minutes. Uh, I, I, that's why I have to have a time limit, because I, I literally just talk to myself for, for an hour, and I can't do that. I certainly can't do that. So I'm going to wrap up here. I'm going to start my, my story time with Joe. We're going to read some Ernest Hemingway today. Uh, I like Ernest Hemingway. He's a bit of a sad boy, a bit of a weird guy, but pretty indisputably a fantastic author. I haven't read a ton of his stuff, but the stuff that I have, I, I really enjoy. I'm going to read a short story that I got introduced to in high school in a literature class that I just always go back to. I think it's so good and really, really well written. Uh, so yeah, this is the transition to the part of the Joe bit where I'm going to read you a story. So, fuck, I, the wind is blowing the pages. So here is story time with Joe. Today we'll be reading A Clean, Well-Lighted Place by Ernest Hemingway. It was late, and everyone had left the cafe, except an old man who sat in the shadow of the leaves of the tree made against the electric light. In the daytime... The street was dusty, 
But at night, the dew settled the dust, and the old man liked to sit late, because he was deaf, and now at night it was quiet, and he felt the difference. The two waiters inside the cafe knew that the old man was a little drunk, and while he was a good client, they knew that if he became too drunk, he would leave without paying, and so they kept watch on him. Last week he tried to commit suicide, one waiter said. Why? He was in despair. What about? Nothing. How do you know it was nothing? He has plenty of money. They sat together at a table that was close against the wall near the door of the cafe, and looked at the terrace where the tables were all empty, except where the old man sat in the shadow of the leaves of the tree that moved slightly in the wind. A girl and a soldier went by in the street. The street light shone on the brass number on his collar, and the girl wore no head covering and hurried beside him. The guard will pick him up, one waiter said. What does it matter if he gets what he's after? He'd better get off, he'd better get off the street now. The guard will get him. They went by five minutes ago. The old man sitting in the shadow rapped on his saucer with his glass. The young waiter went over to him. What do you want? The old man looked at him. Another brandy, he said. You'll be drunk, the waiter said. The old man looked at him. The waiter went away. He'll stay here all night, he said to his colleague. I'm sleepy now. I never get into bed before three o'clock. He should have killed himself last week. The waiter took the brandy bottle and another saucer from the counter inside the cafe and marched out to the old man's table. He put down the saucer and poured the glass full of brandy. You should have killed yourself last week, he said to the deaf man. The old man motioned his finger. A little more, he said. The waiter poured onto the, on into the glass so that the brandy slopped over and ran down the stem into the top saucer on the pile. Thank you the old man said. The waiter took the bottle back inside the cafe. He sat down at the table with his colleague again. He's drunk now, he said. He's drunk every night. What did he want to kill himself for? How should I know? How did he do it? He hung himself with a rope. Who cut him down? His niece. Why'd they do it? Fear for his soul. How much money has he got? He's got plenty. He must be 80 years old. Anyways, I should say he was 80. I wish he would go home. I never get to bed before 3 o'clock. What kind of an hour is that to go to bed? He stays up because he likes it. He's lonely. I'm not lonely. I have a wife waiting in bed for me. He had a wife too once. A wife would be no good to him now. You can't tell. He might be better with a wife. His niece looks after him. You said she cut him down. I know. I wouldn't want to be that old. An old man is a nasty thing. Not always. This old man is clean. He drinks without spilling. Even now, drunk. Look at him. I don't want to look at him. I wish he would go home. He has no regard for those who must work. The old man looked from his glass across the square, then over at the waiters. Another brandy, he said, pointing to his glass. The waiter, who was in a hurry, came over. Finished, he said, speaking with that omission of syntax stupid people employ when talking to drunken people or foreigners. 
No more tonight. Close now. Another, said the old man. No, finished. The waiter wiped the edge of the table with a towel and shook his head. The old man stood up, slowly counted the saucers, took a leather coin purse from his pocket, and paid for the drinks, leaving a half a peseta tip. The waiter watched him go down the street, a very old man walking unsteadily, but with dignity. Why didn't you let him stay and drink? The unhurried waiter asked. They were putting up the shutters. It's not half past two. I want to go to bed. What's an hour? More to me than to him. An hour's the same. You talk like an old man yourself. He can buy a bottle and drink at home. It's not the same. No, it's not, agreed the waiter with a wife. He did not wish to be unjust. He was only in a hurry. And you? You have no fear of going home before your usual hour? Are you trying to insult me? No, hombre. Only to make a joke. No, the waiter who was in a hurry said, rising and pulling down the metal shutters. I have confidence. I'm all confidence. You have youth, confidence, and a job, the older waiter said. You have everything. And what do you lack? Everything but work. You have everything I have. No, I have never had confidence, and I'm not young. Come on, stop talking nonsense and lock up. I am of those who like to stay late at the cafe, the old waiter said, with all those who do not want to go to bed, with all those who need a light for the night. Well, I want to go home and into bed. We are of two different kinds, the old waiter said. He was now dressed to go home. It is not only a question of youth and confidence, although those things are very beautiful. Each night I'm reluctant to close up, because there may be someone who needs the cafe. Ombre, there are bodegas open all night long. You do not understand. This is a clean and pleasant cafe. It's well lighted. The light is very good, and also, now, there are shadows of the leaves. Good night, said the younger waiter. Good night, the other said. Turning off the electric light, he continued the conversation with himself. It is the light, of course, but it is necessary that the place be clean and pleasant. You do not want music, and certainly you do not want music, nor can you stand before a bar with dignity, although that is all that is provided for these hours. And what did he fear? It was not fear or dread. It was a nothing that he knew too well. It was all a nothing, and a man was nothing too. It was only that, and light, was all it needed, and a certain cleanliness and order. Some lived in it and never felt it, but he knew it was nada, y pues nada, y nada, y pues nada. Our nada, who art nada, nada be thy name, thy kingdom nada, thy will be nada, in nada as it is in nada. Give us this nada, our daily nada, and nada us our nada as we nada our nadas, and nada us into nada, but deliver us from nada, pues nada. Hail nothing, full of nothing, nothing is with thee. He smiled and stood before a bar with a shining steam pressure coffee machine. What's yours? asked the barman. Nada. Otro loco mas, said the barman, and turned away. A little cup, said the waiter. The, marma the barman poured it for him. 
The light is very bright and pleasant, but the bar is unpolished, the waiter said. The barman looked at him, but did not answer. It was too late at night for conversation. You want another copita? The barman asked. Uh, no thank you, said the waiter, and went out. He disliked bars and bodegas. A clean, well-lighted cafe was a very different thing. Now, without thinking further, he would go home to his room. He would lie in the bed, and finally, with daylight, he would go to sleep. After all, he said to himself, it's probably only insomnia. Many must have it. All right. Story time with Joe. I hope you're doing well, Lauren. Uh, I miss you quite a bit, and can't wait till you come back soonish. Uh, hope you're doing great. Bye. Love you. <laughs>